Hey guys, we are shooting another episode of AA for Entrepreneurs. I am Andrew. I'm Adam. We're here uh, with John, aka Bowser himself. Bowser himself. <laughs> how are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Good. Amazing. Awesome. It's in- it's incredible to just kind of see all the colors and being in this vibe. This is probably one of my favorite main shots that we've ever had yeah, podcasting. It's awesome. Yeah, having every- everything in the background. It's like childhood in the background. <laughs> yeah, it's right here, floating in the back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This place is so cool. As soon as you walk into Bowser's basement here on uh, Broadway and Taunton. You know, you're like taken back 20 years. It's 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 such an incredible nostalgic feeling. It's an incredible business model too, because people buy on nostalgia. Nostalgia pays. Oh yeah, and uh, I mean, we we just pretty much um, focus on video games. If I had more room, I'd focus on other things yep. too. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I'm I'm a part of groups out there that collectors for uh, you know just Ninja Turtle stuff or right. just. Pokemon cards or just Magic the Gathering yep. or there's, there's so many different avenues that I can't even um, you know attempt to uh, cover it all cover it all I just yeah we're, we're jam-packed with just video game stuff in here so we kind of just stick with that for now but yeah I mean you have a good selection of like plushes and you know even candy and stuff <laughs> oh yeah we, we order we order for uh, plush wise because it's our second biggest seller in the store it's actually video games and, um, as far as like games themselves individuals and, um, and Plush is the second biggest uh, seller. Nice. And it's mainly because we carry, I, if they sell 180 of a, different kinds, we order 180. We order, I order one, uh, or at least we order um, a minimum of three to put on the shelf of each one yep. yeah. at all times. So if we don't have it now, it's just either one they don't make it or two it's on back order and, and that's it. Oh yeah. Right. oh yeah, some of them yeah, become on back order. There's licensing um, that occurs with a lot of these. Yeah. So when the licensing ends, you know, they have to re-go through a whole license and then go Is that through an the whole easy process. process? Absolutely not. Yeah. No. I've never done anything like licensing laws like that. Yeah, yeah, some uh, like uh, for example, we have a um a Tails plush mm-hmm. from Sonic. Yep. Right. The thing is so tiny and my cost is like $14 and it's like a six inch plush, not even, and it's, wow. there's nothing to it. And, uh, and they had basically, but then I have these giant like Sonics that are five times the size that I sell for 20. And then here's this little, you know what I mean? But it's, it's because the licensing they told me, cause I had even asked him, I was like, why is this one like specifically so much? Yep. And he's like the licensing four tails specifically for that character. If there's is that outrageous? That'll give you a headache. It's licensing and, Oh, I'm glad I don't have to deal with like deal with that stuff. Yeah. Uh, like these companies have to deal with, you know, to be uh, able to give me the product that I need, you know, to give to my customers. So that's that's kind of awesome to have them kind of just deal with the crappy part of it. Yeah, that's, sure. I mean that's that's tough. Yeah, all yeah. the paperwork and bureaucratic stuff. Um, so yeah, for our listeners that might not know who you are, okay. tell us a little bit about yourself. All right, uh, my name is John uh, or Bowser which uh, a lot of people uh, call me here. Um, basically, uh, started gaming. Um, if we want to get into that? Is that, yeah, is that yeah, 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 okay. So um, I got my uh, first, so I was born in 1985, so the year of the Nintendo. Yep. Boom, I was destined <laughs> for this, all right? I was destined for this. I was, I was born uh, the year of the NES. You know, we're basically, I wouldn't say where video games all started, but we're the base of mm-hmm. Nintendo um, and they're kind of the ones that save video games in general because uh, the 
consoles that had come out before Atari, ColecoVision, Television. They were they were like cool, but it wasn't it wasn't something that was going to turn into this big phenomenon that you see today. Yeah. Um, and Nintendo is the one that that really next level. It was next level. So when you saw like Intellivision, Atari, Coleco, they all looked pretty close to the same. They yeah. were basic color yep. blocks and shapes, and that was it. Eight bit, right? And it well, and no less than that. But, Nintendo was eight. Mm. So boom, Nintendo comes out, and that's like you know Mario, and that was like whoa, like, it was I, yeah, it was, like, it was like boom, it just blew through the. Blew it through was the roof. like when Steve Jobs introduced the iPhone. Kind of like that sort of leap, but for video games. Yeah, know? yeah. Going yeah. from a razor to an iPhone. It's like. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it really just took it to the next level, and uh, Nintendo did that uh, with the NES, and that, I mean, that's the reason. Um, that's the reason that kind of you see video games just keep growing and growing into what it. You know, I, I definitely would say Nintendo is the reason that NES is is the start of it all. Yeah. Is that your favorite uh, platform? Um, I mean, that's what, oh, Nintendo in general? Mm. Oh, absolutely by far. I, my, my, my PlayStation 4 gets no love and I don't even own an Xbox, so. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, but, I don't know, I, I don't, I love graphics, like graphics are, uh, are great and everything, but uh, there's something about gameplay and replay value that mm. just really sucks me in, you know? Mm-hmm. And especially that nostalgia feel where, you know, every Mario, like, yeah, the graphics get better as the consoles come out, but they always keep the same if it's not broken. Don't fix it. Don't fix it. Right. And they always keep that same thing. So the the keeping that base is your foundation and mm-hmm. always building from the ground up off that one specific, you know, character yep. um, will always keep consistency over time. And you'll always be able to go back. So I mean, if if you love, you know, uh, Mario Odyssey for the Switch, you can literally go back and play Mario 64 yep. for 90, you know, from like, you know, 96 to 98 time. And it's, it's, a re- it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a similar replica as far as the feel. Yep. And you get right into it. So, brand. It's, it's over time. Their yeah. stuff is, ne- it, oh, it's timeless. It, it'll go on forever. So, everybody from like, you know, five to a hundred knows who Mario is. It's yeah, yeah, <laughs> like it's cra- yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Do it's you crazy. remember your first video game? Absolutely, I do. Yeah, so I got, uh, um, so I was born in 85, like I was saying before. I got my NES Christmas of 1990. Um, and so I got that, and obviously came with Mario Duck Hunt, because every, mm-hmm. every Nintendo did. Um, so my brother got Skater Die. Uh, which is like the skateboarding game there, and I got yeah. Silver Surfer. Which, if you don't know about Silver Surfer, it's rated top five hardest NES games. Really, to this day, out of all seven hundred something of them, um, and I got that at five. So, <laughs> thank, thanks, mom. Uh, <laughs> five years old, just yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, it was funny though because I did like a couple years ago. I was like. I just feel like I have this vendetta against that game that I just because it is brutally hard. Did you uh, beat it yet? So I, I put it on, I beat it, uh, but I went live Facebook Live um, for the people that follow us on Facebook. It's just Bowser's Basement. Um, I threw it on, and I you know took me like took me like one or two run throughs to re- for everything to reclick <laughs> back of where every specific thing was, and then boom, sm- you know, smooth sailing from there on out. So uh, so yeah. I, I beat that one live for uh, for everyone. Uh, all just one sitting, huh? Yeah, one sitting. Yeah, wow, wow. yeah. They, they don't they don't they don't take long. Um, I mean, if I were to die and just go right through, probably like 
20 minutes, 25 oh, minutes, maybe. Wow. Yeah, the games were short back then, yeah. you know. Yeah, a lot less. Uh, they they couldn't put it, put as much on those giant cartridges as they can on a little disc now. It's crazy. Yeah, what what else is crazy is how like how time has changed. Where like uh, attention span is so less, and you have so little time to suck somebody in to what you're selling them. Mm. That back then it was opposite. It was twenty minutes to be uh, on average. You know, aside from like the Zellas and stuff like that, but um, a lot of those classes literally only took. 15 to 25 minutes average to beat it back then and as gamers we were like oh i want you know i want more yeah and now it's like you know it's, it's the opposite way around nobody it's, plays it's campaign nobody, they play online they play online yeah. that's it they want five minutes yeah. you know five ten minute rounds and just but they'll play for six hours yeah, eight right. hours but they want those quick turnovers because you can start from a clean slate too what is what i imagine people like about it it's like oh if i didn't if i did really shitty this round Next round, I can start oh, over. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how, how do you feel about like this movement of you know Twitch and everything? Because it seemed like when I was a kid, I was good at gaming, but my my parents were like, "You can't just play video games for a living. You're gonna be a loser." Like, and that has proven to be completely and utterly untrue, considering you know people like Ninja mm-hmm. taking millions and millions of dollars and a bunch of other Twitch streamers making that amount of money. So how do you uh, how do you feel just about the whole Twitch atmosphere? When so when your mom told you that back in the day, she was right, <laughs> based on the technology that was given at the time. Yeah, right. Yeah. There was no short there term, was, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, from from what we were introduced back then, yeah, sure. Um, because there was no there was no YouTube, there was no Twitch, uh, there was nothing like that. Yep. Um, so now, I mean, now that's that's what these kids want to do. You know what I mean? I just started a YouTube channel for my kids and, um, we just in the process of moving. So we've been a little hectic, so I haven't posted, uh, as much. Um, but I mean, that's what they want. You know, that's what they want to do. And I'm, I'm going to support that. I'm going to back them and we're going to, we're going to have some fun and we're going to do some crazy stuff and post some videos and, yeah. And see what happens, see where it takes us. So that, after the, uh, that first game console, fast forward a bit, what happened, okay. what happened next? As far as uh, collect, love, collecting gaming. Love for collecting. Love I went for from Nintendo games. to Super Nintendo. And then I went from Super <laughs> Nintendo to you know, the next one. But um, uh, we didn't grow up in the, uh, didn't really have too much money uh, kind of time. So, um, you know, I got my Nintendo five years after. It already been out for five years. The Super Nintendo was coming out or was just released. Yep. And I, here I am getting the Nintendo pre-owned, uh, you know, in Christmas, yep. uh, for Christmas. But... Um, and then, so same thing. I would always get the consoles when the next person was going to the next one. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And back then, like, yeah, they did trades, but like, it wasn't like people that wasn't their first option. They'd be like, do you want this? Yeah. You want to buy it for cheap or whatever? You know, they wouldn't think to go bring it to, it was, uh, it wasn't GameStop at the time. It was Electronics Boutique and Babbage's and Funko Land. Like those were the, those were the games. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Electronics Boutique. Yeah. They still have those, uh, by the way, in Canada. Um, so um, so as I say, so I'd always get it after mm. pretty much everybody else. But um, what yeah, kind of kid it, were you like in middle school, high school? Were you good at school? No. Yeah, a lot of entrepreneurs just really bad at school. Yeah, <laughs> I was terrible <laughs> too. It's been like a car. I was terrible. Yeah, I'd rather play video games than go to school. Well, well, e- well even even then, like, oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah. A lot of people ask, like, they're like, oh, so all you do is play video games. Like, I'm like, no, I'm. Ask like my my mom like 
sports. Yeah. I was always outside. You know what I mean? We were always outside. We had a field across the street. We were playing kickball, baseball, yeah. you know, pa- passing the football, doing something. You know, we were always yeah. outside playing, you know. Client, it's a, it's you a know? different time now. Yeah. Oh, it's kids different. Don't, kids don't do that. I just had my cousin from a child. We were good friends in childhood reach out to me like, hey, we're going to start like a, uh, a pickup flag football games every awesome. every Saturday. I'm like, yes, that's exactly yeah, what we used what to I do want, as yeah. kids. And I'm like, I could totally do that now. I mean, as long as we're not tackling each other, <laughs> yeah, I'd break things. Down. I, I had, I'd like post. I had posted. I mean, even now, I but I'd like posted uh, on Facebook. I was like, can anyone get me on a softball team? Can yeah. it, does anyone play indoor soccer? Does anyone get me on a ba- like do, does basketball leagues? I want to do all that as much as I can because I yeah. love that stuff. You know what I, I mean? Thinking, when, when I it's just something earlier, to do. Like, I don't totally. Let's let's. I want to get on a softball team. How do we do that? I was thinking like. Why don't we just like start a softball league? Like find a field that would be free or, or cheap and yeah, they, talk they, to local businesses and form teams and stuff. I <laughs> with, mean, with social media, there's, there's yeah. so many. Yeah, yeah, there's so many people looking. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You know, that's just it's something to do. Hey guys, if so. you want, if you <laughs> and you want to play flag football, dodgeball, soccer, whatever th- your thing is. Let's uh, start. Let's start yeah, something. Let's just let's play. You know, let's have fun. Yeah. Like we used every, to back in the day. You know? Every month it's a new sport. So, so those guys that are really good at basketball, you get a chance to be bad at other things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like back in the day. I remember my mom would kick me out, basically lock the door and be like, "Don't come back until the lights come on." You know, yeah. like it's well, that, and that's what we did yep. anyway. You know, yep. we we'd play out. You know, video games were for. Like first thing in the morning when you're kind of yep. just like waking up, eating a bowl of cereal, and then it was at night when it was dark outside or whatever. And even then, even when it was dark outside, you're playing, you know, hide and seek and stuff hunt. with some friends, some manhunt, yeah. you know. I remember <laughs> sitting on ditch and other stuff that'll get you in trouble. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I remember sitting in elementary school with like one of those desks that have like a cubby, right? You can mm-hmm. like put all your hands and all your stuff inside the desk. And I remember just sitting there wasting so much time with the teacher talking about math or whatever, thinking I can't wait to go home and play my. Sega or Nintendo, you know, like I can't wait to go play. I want to beat that level. Yeah, I was never, Uh, I was never really good, so I never really beat games. I would just spend. There was no save. You'd have to leave your console on. Shut off the TV, so your mom would be like, "Shut it off. You're gonna be late for school." All right, all right. I shut off the TV, leave the console on. Um, but sorry for that electric bill, mom. (laughs) And then you hope, but you hope when people walking around, like the vibration doesn't like glitch out the game. So when you go to turn it back on, because remember that those things are like very. Finicky, you know, you can tap it and boom, it starts resetting. You're like, yeah, Damn, just why is it my that. game worker? <laughs> just lost all that. <laughs> Classic move. Yep. So when did entrepreneurship really come into play? Did you always know that you were going to do your own thing? Um, I always knew I wanted to be my own boss. Yeah. 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 From how long, how long, like how early on? Um... Like, were you into lemonade stands at all as a kid? Like, yeah, I did do that. Um, cards, Pokemon oh, yeah, cards. Yes, yeah. I've always, I've always been a collector. I've always been like, you know, trading these and and selling these. Always um, in all all kinds of you know sports cards and and everything. Um, I don't know. That's just how'd you? Flip I've always it? been just just with other kids. You know, I'd even trade you know basketball cards for Nintendo games yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I I always did that, but. I always like, I don't know, there was something about, there was something about every time it got to the point where whenever I got a job, I was sick of being the person that I had ideas in my head. But no one listened. But either no one would listen or um, there was no way for them to implement 
my ideas. Mm. Um, I've oh, but I've always tried something, and if something doesn't work, I try the next thing, and if that doesn't work, I try the next thing until something sticks. Um, and I think that's the big thing is just you know not giving up. I sold cars for almost seven years. Love doing it. Uh, Master Nissan uh, and Rainham. There's a, there's a little pr promo right there. Master <laughs> Nissan, Rainham, ask great, great, uh, great family. You know, I love them all. I I was there for almost seven years, um, and just it was. I fell out of the selling, uh, out of love with selling cars in general. Yeah. Mm. Um, so it had nothing to do with with them. They were the only people that I sold cars for. I told them that if I ever stop selling, uh, if I ever were to leave them it'd be to stop selling cars completely and not because I was going somewhere else because yeah, I thought the grass was green. Yeah, no. Um, what did that teach but, you? But So that, that I would say, and this is kind of why I was mentioning this, that taught me at that age, I was 20, 20 years old when I started selling cars. By 21, I bought a house. Wow. Okay, so that taught me responsibility. Um, you have to be, you're responsible for someone's, $20,000 purchase, $40,000 purchase. That taught you responsibility. Maturity was a must. Mm -hmm. it, you know, if, if you're not, you know, mature enough to take on that role to handle, you know, someone's um, finances. finances like that, yeah. uh, it's, it's a big thing. So it taught you mature, maturity, reliability, responsibility. It gave you all these things at such a young age because really you're your own boss when you sell cars. Yep. Yeah, there's someone above you and there's someone above them and above them. But it really taught you the, the maturity level of, all right, well, if I don't go talk to that person, I can't sell a car, yep. I can't make money, I can't pay bills. You know what I'm saying? So, sure, they'll let you sit down and do nothing all day, every day, but you're not going to make any money. Right. So, you are really your own, you know, your own self-contractor. Yeah. Especially when it comes to car sales, like, you need to get to the up before the other person does a lot yep. of the times. Like, I worked for Honda, and it was like that. I'd be, ooh, a customer. I go out. I go Boom, out it's already, it's already someone. came through the side Boom, door and done. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. I hated car sales for that reason. That was, like, one of the only reasons I really hated car sales was yeah. just like how shark it was like a shark water yeah and, and and from a customer standpoint if you've never worked in the car business you would understand that you know they're like oh a bunch of scat you know a bunch of vultures as soon as i hop out of the car it's like they don't we don't want to be like that or yeah. they don't want to be like that but if if they're not the person to walk right up to you the next person is right. so either way, you are going to be approached by somebody you know so it's just you know work with someone that yeah you're comfortable with more or less than, than so I how would you, you that, that that gave me that business that business, business mindset, mindset the drive and the incentive yeah. to work for yourself and like if you screw up that's on you right mm -hmm. so yeah absolutely you gotta really yeah you gotta, you gotta go up to all that so, yep so that i mean i've always been the the hustling grinding type dude ever since young so you know, 10, 12 years say, old, always been like that. But that what, taught me business. What kind of advice would you give to somebody going to buy a car? How to save the most money? Being a car salesman. Uh, the easiest way now in 2019, uh, because times have changed, is literally just to email like four different, um, you know, four different company obviously make sure you're looking at the same car the yeah. same model the same Honda, 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 yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the, you know the same model that you know you're not looking at one with cloth one with leather whatever but yeah. the same one and i'm telling you right now the way the car sales are right now it's all about numbers mm -hmm. these guys right now are only making and 
and this is this is serious they're only making a high majority of these sales are only making on the vehicle about a hundred to like 500 bucks yep. so forty thousand dollar car in the lot whoa 200 bucks it's nuts there's more markup in jewelry yep. and in that uh refrigerator at home depot than there is you know yeah, in, in a car it's crazy incentives afterwards and whatnot yeah yeah i mean because that's just where the car business has yeah. has you know gone i i found that uh I bought my car and I got a bunch of money off because I bought it on December 31st. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they you they can don't do want to pay the, like the, the lot fees for the next year. Yeah, so yeah. They get rid of it. Yeah, there's definitely, there's definitely, uh, you know, different ways and different incentives for sure. Yeah. That, that you can look yeah, into. Yeah, pay attention but to price wise on the car. That's, I mean, that's the best way. It's, it's, it's not hard anymore on, yeah. on new vehicles anyway. Used as you don't know what someone paid for. What vehicle, kind of advice but, would you give to someone who wants to sell cars? How do you get? How do you get good? I tell them, so many people that come in here, right? If if you're young and I'm to 18, 18 to twenty six, let's say eighteen to twenty six, that is the prime time to get into that. Um, you know, if if you're single, don't have any kids, or maybe you have a girlfriend, you know, but you want to build a family, that is the best job straight out of high school that you can you can walk. I could walk out of here today. I could stop at, I could get hired at ten different dealerships today, because they're always looking for a new salesman. That's something that as long as you walk in, you dress nice, and you they can see that you're hungry and you have the drive, you're hired that day, and that's the best job that you can get. Um, obviously go with a product that you're confident in. I, I've always been a big Nissan Infinity guy. That's what I drive. That's what I've always driven. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted to sell. So it's different. I was passionate about something that I was really passionate about. But if you're around that age, that's a good way to make good money right out of high school. I had no college degree. I didn't want to go to college. I did half, you know, I did one semester and that was it. I'm like, uh, this is fun, but Nah, I want to go make money. I want to hustle. I want to hustle. And I went and, and yeah, I went and sold cars and, and bought a house in not even a year. So when did the idea of Bowser's Basement spark? Uh, selling video games out of my basement. How did, so. that, how did that come? Even backtrack even more. How did that start? Like, oh, I can make some money on the, on the side hustle here. Um, selling cars during the day. Yep. Um, that was pretty much like... I was just, I had so much, so I've been collecting on and off pretty much since 1990. I never traded in stuff, even as a kid, I never traded in stuff. I always, when I bought my games, I kept the boxes and manuals with them. Yeah. Nobody did that. Especially at 10 years old. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. Uh, well, my uncle, my uncle, um, he's the one that gave me the collector mentality. Mm-hmm. And so the collector mentality was in this, he said this back, back then he goes, keep everything in the original box. Keep it with every original piece of paper that came in there. Keep it as best shape as you can. Mm-hmm. Every, you know, fold and ding on the label will make a difference. And he was right. Yeah. You know, and this was then before it was even and he, but cause he was like, he was big into that, into comics. Yep and sports cards and huge into sports cards and he was saying the same thing mm-hmm. um correlates perfectly. yeah so so because of that he gave me that oh yeah that well that makes sense that you edge. know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, and taught me all that uh 
at a young age. And then, um, so I've been on and off collecting pretty much my whole life. Um, and then it got to the point, even going through like middle school and high school, yep. people would give me stuff or sell it to me for like dirt cheap. So whatever, uh, PlayStation two was out and that was like the big thing that everybody was on. Yep. But someone had consoles and games from like literally like four generations ago. And they're like, do you want to buy this off like 40 bucks? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, when you're in high school, you're just like, whatever, you don't got a job, yeah. but you could use the extra gas money or whatever. <laughs> and so you'll sell whatever, like your old stuff. Cause to you, it doesn't have value. Exactly. And to me it did, you know? So, um, back then the things weren't worth as much of course, but just to give you an idea. So then someone would sell me like a lot of stuff for 20 bucks, 40 bucks, 60 bucks. And I accrued so much of it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That I had like so much extras. Yeah. Like there was no reason. eBay days. And yeah. There was no reason to have 12 different Nintendo consoles, but I got them. So I'm not going to throw them out. <laughs> what am I going to do with them? You know what I mean? So it's good to the point. I just had so much stuff. Um, that and how like, old were you at this point? Um, well, this is going through like, uh, you know, high school and, and, and everything like that. When I started selling them was pretty much like a year before I opened this. Okay. Yeah. How long have you been in business here? Three and a half years. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's so it started making money like, oh, you know what? This could be a real thing. Yeah, my, my buddy, um, my buddy, a uh, good friend of mine, also owns a game store. Um, he's like, dude, just open up a store. He's like, you have that much stuff. I was like, no, I don't. I got I to gotta keep buying. I don't have enough. You know what I mean? And I, I just had that like mentality of. No, it's not good enough. Yeah, it's not I'm good enough. I'm missing. Yeah, piece. I need this. I need this. Yeah. I don't have enough of these. I only got 12 Nintendos. I probably need like 20, 25 by the time I'm ready or whatever. Yeah. And, um, and then there was, there was like literally, there was like a, it, there was a rough part of sacrifice to open this place. And what I mean by that is I was buying any, any lots that I saw, like Facebook, Craigslist, whatever, wherever I could get stuff, yard sales, didn't matter. I was buying, but not selling. Yep. So what happens when you don't sell? You don't make money. You don't make money. <laughs> you know, I had a mortgage and yep. this, this and that. Um, and so I was trying to just throw a little bit on Amazon and eBay just to, just to make just enough. But I was sacrificing everything else that I would do or you would do in your week. All right, well, now instead of seven coffees, I'm doing two coffees. Yep. Instead of going out four days a week, I'm only going out one day a week. And just anything to just try to like, and this is only for a few months. So this isn't like, you know, I'm going to struggle my whole life. This is like for like six months maybe. But it was just like to make sure that I could make enough to pay the bills, but still make enough to buy more product that I could hoard until I was ready to open the store. You know what I mean? And so... I did that. Make it happen. How, how, how stacked was the store once you opened? Because it seems like you have... You this, is not, this, yeah. is, this isn't even... Yeah, it was probably one eighth of this. Of this. That's still pretty impressive for a person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, it we'll was, throw in a shot here for you guys. We're going to you know, go through the store. Yeah, quick it's, walk. It's literally like as soon as you open the door, you're like... Yeah, arcade yeah. games into all the classic games and consoles. Yeah, there, there was there was really nothing. And if if you actually Google uh, Bowser's basement and click images, I think one of the first images is one of the first uploaded images, mm -hmm. and you can see 
bare bones. This place, yeah, it was, it was, it was, I wouldn't say empty because people still came in. They're like, oh, it's very nicely organized. You still have a decent selection. That's good. But now it's just like off the charts. Yeah. Like people trade, people drive. Saturday, we had three people from Connecticut. Drive here. Three separate Dude. customers from Connecticut drive here. Both times you know? you've been here, you've been steadily Slam. busy. Luckily, yeah. like knock on wood, nobody's coming yeah. from this part. But <laughs> yeah, except that one customer that's over there. Hey, if you need calls. anything, buddy, let me know. Oh, I actually right. forgot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's good. He's a good customer. That's funny. Um, so um, yeah, so basically, now people travel. We have a map we put up over there because because yeah. uh, people travel from all over. And I'm not saying people. Like we have people from like California and like also they don't drive from California. To, uh, you know, I'm not trying to make it seem, but they're, 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 they're from Connecticut. They're, um, they're uh, down to Cape Cod because Cape Cod is still to us. It's like yeah, it's right on the corner, whatever. But to someone else, that's like huge tourists. So yeah, they're yeah. down there, or they're uh, Plymouth. You'll see Plymouth Rock and all the other stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? Or yep. they're um, so they visiting still Boston. Like an hour and then, away. and then, but this is a common thing that I see with a lot of uh, gamers is, um, and they all tell me the same thing. Oh, I don't know. We were uh, in one of those selections or something else, you know, similar. Oh, I'll be here for a friend's wedding, whatever it may be. We Google video game stores. Yours popped up. It looked interesting. We came by. Boom. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, so it's it's cool. So we put up a map just so when people are here from other states, we can pin them up and show people like... You know, people have been here from, you know, social proof, you know, Canada and everything. Yeah, it's, it's the, awesome. The more people that come to your store, the more people want to come to your store. It's a, it's a weird yeah. psychological thing. And yeah. you want to see that too. Yeah. Um, kind of playing on that. Are you selling anything online as well or is it all physical here? I try to keep online sales to a minimum. Mm. Uh, the reason for that is um, right. I don't, I don't want to say I don't. I don't want to say I don't need money. We all need money. Yeah. Um, but I don't need to put those games online because I'd rather have them here for when a customer walks in. So like a lot of um, a lot of game stores, and I won't say which ones or what um, specifically like that they do. But one thing that I've heard from customers. I mean, these customers are telling you what they like and don't like. You know what I'm saying? So one thing that I can say that I hear a lot that they don't like is that they go to game stores and all the good stuff isn't there. It's all like the cheap, common stuff that you could pretty much find at yard sales and thrift shops. Mm. Well, why is that? Because they do get it. Yep. But they need the money and would prefer the faster turnaround. And yeah, it is all about turning around pro- uh, product and profit. Um, quick but like when that customer comes in like we have games that are 150 bucks for one 250 bucks for one game that a customer comes in and goes I can't believe you have that here I've been looking everywhere for this I've needed it from my childhood or for my collection I'll take it yeah and that makes the difference in them coming back to your store because they know that you got the goods Brilliant. You know what I mean? You have a culture built around this, basically. Yeah. Like you're creating your own culture for Bowser's Basement that people are like, yeah, you need to go in that store. Because like, he has, he has yeah. it. If he doesn't have it, he'll find it or can get it for you or he's had it in the past, you know? So, yeah, we don't have everything. I mean, there's thousands and thousands yeah. of games out there, but a lot of stuff people ask, you know, and I'll tell someone straight up, I've never seen that game before, you know? 
or I've never heard of that game before. You know what I mean? Because um, there are some really obscure like PS1, PS2 titles or something like that I've just never even seen ever. And they may only be like 15 bucks, but I've just never come across it. My favorite yeah, PS1 but... game was Sakodin 2. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's like a buck forty, something like that, yeah. right now. Yeah. What? Yeah. Wow, I wish I held on to that. Yeah. <laughs> that, that one's yeah, Sukaren Two is is up there. Damn. I yeah. remember Croc was one of my favorites for PS One, right? Is that yeah. the one you're talking about? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if that's what I'm thinking of, it's around that. My brother still has. Don't one. worry, that one's only like ten bucks. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have to like, go to my brother and be like, "What <laughs> games do you have, man? We need to go talk to John. You got, you got, you're sitting on a gold mine here." <laughs> <laughs> so I tell people about, I was gonna say that's why I tell people about like trading. So people like travel from far, even just to trade stuff in because you're not getting the value. In it. Like yeah, you, especially you're not, box stores and stuff. Like they they need to make their margin top so, down. I, yeah, I compare it to I, I'll compare it to cars because that's what I did for so long. So, um, the. When people sold cars back in the 90s, they'd make a lot of money, right? So they'd want to buy it as cheap as they could and sell it for as much as they can. That's kind of like, that's the goal in many businesses. But the way it works here, I pay more than anyone else and I sell it for less than everywhere else. Or some of the stuff's market, but that's like, you know, the Mario Karts and the Smash Brothers stuff. I I still can't even keep in stock anyway. Um, But the whole point is if I pay more and sell more, but I do large volume, mm-hmm. then you know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. Everybody's going to come back. I, I, I pay more, sell for less, margin and I'm the, margin in, I'm the margin in between, yep. but I sell twice as much as I would if I try to make more money and, and give, then boom. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm in the same position I would be, but I'm turning over way more product. Yeah. And, so it's cool. And having the, like more customers is so much more value. Like if, if you have... 10 customers that pay a hundred dollars or a hundred customers that pay that you make $10 off of. I'd much rather have the hundred customers that you make $10 off of. For right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, how it goes. So there's something that I've been hearing a lot recently is, um, build it and they will come. Isn't necessarily true. So did you, was there anything that you did that helped get build awareness? Um, I feel like social media had, like, I feel like I remember when you were opening, through like the scene and everything. And I, I remember hearing about Bowser's basement opening and I feel like I remember like uh, some of my music friends talking about it. Yeah. I think the, um, I, th- I think what I think what I did was just always, I kept, I keep dumping money back into the store. Reinvest. Yeah. I mean, you know, we didn't start off with all these plush, Yeah, you know, um, you know, we do, you know, uh, 20 different characters on this one and five different on that and, yeah. and but kept growing people would ask for the other ones we didn't have and da, 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 and, and we sold enough of them where I was like alright boom now we can we built the base of plush yeah. where people know we have it yeah. you go anywhere this is for, just for the plush we'll just talk plush you go anywhere the Pokemon non-existent 100% just me that's it you can't buy that in any store hmm. any store not one wow um, let alone every character that they make. Yeah. Um, and the Mario stuff, the only ones that you can find from these um, is like the basics. So you can go to a couple of the, the Walmarts, the Targets, the GameStops, Best Buy. There's literally Mario, Toad, Princess, Yoshi, Donkey Kong. Maybe Bowser. No, not even. No. No. Wow. Damn them. Uh, but like, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, so if. 
if all you're carrying is the basics of the basics, the person who's higher up isn't being like, well, those are the popular ones. Like, who put that person in charge? Yep. You know what yep. I'm saying? Because that person doesn't know, he's not, he's not knowledgeable in that. He's just going off what he thinks is going to sell. Absolutely. You know what sells? Every single one of these. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. Every single one of these help. They all sell at different speeds. I do. Yeah, exactly. But I can tell you, I sell far more of like the bad guys, uh, you know, that the Mario enemies. Yeah. Than mm, I the do. Warios. Then <laughs> I th- yeah. Then I do. Oh, any um, any of these like boom boom, chain chomp, <laughs> uh, dry bones. Like oh, man. these are all ones you don't see anywhere. But yeah. these are the ones I I like. I'll sell these far more than I sell. The Mario's and the Luigi's and the dog, the ones you would think would sell. Yeah, because you, you need a podcast on video games. You I can't feel get like. them. Like, way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because like I was listening to you talk to a couple customers that came in, and just like you're in hearing you talk now about video yeah. games, it's clear that your your video game knowledge is way top up. notch. Yeah. I don't I don't know it all, but I you know I learn a lot. I, yeah, customers teach me some stuff here exactly. and there. You know, I'm always willing to learn and find out some new information. You know that I didn't know before, but. I mean, yeah, the sheer no volume, love, the sheer volume of like inventory that's coming in and out of here. Do you, was there something that you had to learn like, okay, I need to keep better track or uh, tracking or order and categorization? What's your, uh, I mean, we, we go by, we just, everything's out here in alphabetical order by system. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, um, that's another, that's another thing that I hear uh, about, um, you know, oh yeah. I go to this game store back in my state and nothing's in alphabetical order and Super Nintendo games are in four different spots. And I'm like, I'm thinking myself was like, those people don't take themselves serious. No. So the customers aren't going to take them serious no. because if, if you have, if you have games in 10 different spots and they're not, we hand clean every single game, wow. hand clean every single game. So they look at least as clean as we can get them. You know what I mean? This discolor. Yeah, because presentations, everything. I don't even care if it's a three dollar game. We clean it. PlayStation One games, um, Dreamcast games. You know how they come in the jewel cases. Everyone gets replaced. Doesn't matter if it's a three dollar game, three hundred dollar game. Doesn't matter. Hmm. Everyone gets replaced. Um, So any little micro cracks aren't there? Yes. Yeah. So you know we try to uh, presentations, everything, and we try to make it as clean and professional as possible. Because you know what, that three dollar game is three dollars probably because it's not in demand. Mm. But guess what? That person's probably has a higher chance of buying it when they take it off the shelf and it looks absolutely as new as it could be. You know what I mean? So, what so. do you think? Like your biggest lesson has been so far? Three and a half years in business is a, a good chunk of time. You know, like they I can't s- even believe it. Yeah, that's quite honest. That's really awesome. Already. What do you think? Like your biggest lesson you've learned? in those three and a half years business-wise? <sighs> so say that one more time. So what do you think, like, the biggest lessons you've learned from being a business owner here, business-wise, in those three and a half years? Like, what challenges have come up? Have you had a lot of obstacles that you had to get around? Um, the only obstacle we have right now that, that's really, like, bothering me that we're working on, um, so... I'm not going to complain about getting too big too fast, but we got big faster than I could have ever imagined it. Mm. And um, because of that, 
we're trying to figure out like an inventory system. Yeah. So I do have an inventory system. It was built by someone who owns video game stores yep. and he sells his video game system to other people who own video game stores. So it's a point of sale system specifically for that, but I have to inventory every piece in this store. And that's 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 that's, that's, that's like my next obstacle that's that's really uh in my way, but Looking at about a thousand things right here. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone what's in the bag yeah. behind the counter. Oh, I have a tough time keeping track of what's in the fridge. Right? <laughs> we, have a, we have a tough time keeping track of a couple dozen plants, never mind. <laughs> thousands yeah. and thousands of items. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's the next thing. I'm, I'm we're working on that. And then I'm probably going to do, um, you know, uh, remodel a few things in here and stuff and just bring them more up to speed. But what's your plans for the future? Um, my plan for the future is I definitely would like to open up another, you know, one to three stores. Nice. Um, I have areas in which I know uh, successful. I'd be successful yeah. in, yeah, either untapped markets or just, um, you know, markets where I feel something like this would go up very well. So there's three locations, um, that I have, obviously we do one at a time, but, um, three where I feel would be the best. Uh, for this kind of thing, um, we do retro game nights. Have you guys heard of that? No. Mm-mm. So, the second part of this business that I started um, about a year ago, I've slowed down a little bit for the summer because I'm busy, but I do have one this Sunday. We go um, to different bars and breweries all over New England. Mm. They hire me, bring me in, and I set up six TVs minimum. With Nintendo, Super oh, Nintendo, man. N64, GameCube, we bring Smash Brothers and Mario Karts, and you know, and all that, and we go to different bars and breweries all over, um, all over New England. Wow. Where, where's the one on Sunday? Barrel House Z in Weymouth. Nice. We're doing a Mario Kart tournament on their projector, oh, so man. we have that as well as the, uh, you know, the six other TVs. So there'll be seven hooked up there, but it's always a minimum of six. But it's different, like you know, bars and breweries, and it's just something different. You know, instead of trivia night, instead of karaoke night, instead of, you know, uh, bringing a band in or whatever, retro game nights. How did that idea come to be? That's that's unique. I don't know. I just thought of it. You I must have been out one night and be like, man, I wish I, I could play Nintendo right now. Yeah, I mean, kind of like that, I where I was just like, Nintendo. where I was just like, oh man, this place would be super cool if it had like something going on. Yeah. And then I was like, oh. are you into breweries? Like, oh my. Beer? Um, yeah. Oh yeah. All the breweries. Yeah, sorry to disappoint you with that piece of information. I go to all. Been like a a, a brewery. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's good. Yeah, so I I go to I go to all the breweries around uh, New England, and then sometimes I go elsewhere. That makes sense. Like, why not connect the two things that you absolutely right? (laughs) Yeah, so it's great. I go to breweries. They give me free beer. I play (laughs) video games, and they're probably super grateful and happy to play video games. Yeah, talk about working for yourself, doing what makes you happy. Does it work if you love it? Yeah. We've been saying that over and over to each other. Like, yeah. Yeah. even here, I love coming. I I don't ever play video games. All these arcade machines that are out front. Ask my customers how many times they've actually seen me play any of these. Never. Yeah. Like literally never. But you know what? They hear from my customers and they have a blast, and it brings back a lot of nostalgia memories for them, and that's enough for me. You yeah. Know? What do you think the most slept on video game ever is? Most slept on? Yeah. Dude, there's a lot of gems. Like, yeah. there's a there's a lot. There's a lot of gems, um, and people always put me on to new like gems. They're like, "Oh, you ever heard of this game for Super Nintendo?" And I'm like, "Well, I've heard of it. I've played it. Like, it's awesome." But like, uh, there's definitely, there's definitely always uh, like I love Silver Server, even though yep. it's very technical. Like, I've 
been playing it forever, and it's just the game looks nice. Yep. It is fun as long as you're I not. Remember you know, Silver Surfer. Um, you got to look up the episode of Angry Video Game Nerd Silver Surfer. You'll you'll be dying laughing. Things got millions and millions and oh, millions man. of views. You got to look that up. It's hilarious. Um, but yeah, he shows his frustration on that game when he when he's playing it. Um, but I don't know. There's there's a lot of good gems out there. Perfect Dark really... is like the most slept on for me. Like I feel like that's yeah. It's every like, time yeah, I'm one. like, oh, I loved Perfect Dark. People are like, what? Oh, what? You didn't yeah, know Perfect Dark because people were doing Goldeneye yep. at that time. Yep. So they're both made by Rare. Hmm. Um, and so it took it basically had the story mode, and then they added the the multiplayer because yep. Goldeneye had it, but um, it definitely didn't do. Numbers the way no. Goldeneye did. Yeah, Goldeneye, everybody knows what that is. <laughs> and w- another thing, I like, I ri- one, I'd like to somehow get involved with Nintendo. It's just like, would be a bit like a big goal of mine. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, you mean like sponsorships, or what do you mean? Just, just being involved with the creative process, mm, different yeah. ideas that I have. Like, I have so many ideas and so many things that I could implement for the Switch. Um, yeah, you've whether had 30 it's years of use on wh- products, you know, like whether it's, it's software or whether it's game design yeah. uh, uh, concepts, mm-hmm. um, that would just be crazy. They would, it would be crazy, and it's just someone up there is either not thinking about it or has thought about it and not pursued it. And I called in one time. This is funny. I called in one time to try to speak to somebody who'd be willing to, you know, really hear me out. And then I thought to myself, how many kids? do this and say that and it's so the person on the other end is not taking that person serious yep. you know what i'm yep. saying so they're sweeping him on the rug and he goes well let me ask you what what do you have what do you what are you thinking and i go i'm not telling you <laughs> like what so you can take my idea and you can present it and you can get the promotion yep. and get no yeah, you i'm get like all the kudos yeah Nobody. I ain't that stupid. <laughs> what do you say? Um, he was just like, oh, well, uh, well, I mean, uh, I can put something in here yeah. for someone to call you back. I'm like, dude, ain't nobody calling me back. But, yeah, that, that definitely be, that'd be one goal of mine. Um, to actually, like, like, like work big on major, creating a game. Yeah. yeah. And just different ideas. I got different ideas and concepts I just would love to implement in different areas with Nintendo that I just think would just it'd be lights out. Yeah. Which, it would just be amazing. Um, that's, that'd be the biggest goal that I have. Uh, the other one would, you know, just be to, to really get the, uh, the retro game nights really going up. Um, we had eight bookings in one month was, that was our top one. Wow. Um, so it was basically, they book me. It's usually, they're usually about three hours. Um, I come in, set up TVs, set up consoles, people, it's free to play. Yep. And then boom. So I'd like to, I'd like to get that going. Um, and then I'd like to get some kind of, uh, you know, some kind of podcast streaming, something like that, where I'm playing some, you know, some of these games. Yeah. Yeah. You get more attention that way too. Yeah. To the store. We know a couple guys that can help you with a podcast. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not too good with like the, the other end, like the camera and all Post-production. Yeah. Yeah, Oh, post-production. And just like, like, call me stupid. uh, How do you? do when you like stream how do they get their face in like the bottom corner and right how do you do uh, that is, does a, it automatically yeah they do use that? a program usually most people use a program called obs and it's already pre-programmed in so you can hotkey it so like one goes to 
just you. Two goes to your game screen with you in the bottom third, and then three go, can go to like a whole different camera. With like ads yep. and stuff yep. right there. That's what I need. Like, I need my, Casher, tease you, me. you know Casher? No. Uh, that's, he's like my best friend growing up. He actually, he Twitch streams, and he, he showed me how to set it all up and everything, so... It's it's not too too hard. It's like a it, it is like a solid day day and a half of work to set it up. But once you set it up, it, it's wicked easy. Like, right. We we've been saying this. We can't wait till we get a better computer so that way we can uh, you know have OBS because then it could because we have two angles now. We got to post edit it. It takes time to cut it up. When instead I could be like, oh John's talking to two. Oh we're talking to one. Like I'm doing all the editing already oh. right here, so it makes it a lot I easier. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, much easier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sounds like yeah. So I mean, I'm, I'm not good with that side. I was I've never really so busy with everything else. I don't yeah. have time to dip into that end. You can't know everything. Like, no. Yeah. So uh, what games are you excited about now? That might are they coming out soon? Or? Um. Uh, so ones that I'd say, I mean, uh, Luigi's Mansion comes out Halloween. Luigi's Mansion Three. Um. Link's Awakening, Zelda Link's Awakening, uh, which is like an HD remake. Have you seen that? No. They do like a side-by-side, so it's Link's Awakening for um, the Game Boy, the original Game Boy. Oh, wow. Okay? So you know what those graphics look like, right? Oh, yeah. They weren't much of... blocks. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So they're redoing that in a whole new game for the Nintendo Switch. So Switch graphics, but transition. So it's the same game. You can look up a side-by-side... And you'll be mind blown. Like it's identical yeah. as far as gameplay. As, yeah, as, like, as far as the gameplay. Yeah. But the graphics are crazy. Nineteen ninety four Lion King, twenty nineteen Lion. King. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and people were a lot of people complained, um, and even in a couple of people in here complained. And I like explained my reasoning behind it, and they're like, you know, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. So what what I had said was they uh, well their reason for complaining was if you. The reason for complaining of why they didn't like it, they weren't excited for it, was, well, I don't... Why are the graphics like that? So, basically, so just so you know, the graphics are almost like clay. It's almost like claymation. Mm. So, it looks like... Yeah, it looks like that kind of, like, art design. is It's clay. Purposely. So, purposely. So, Everyone's like, they had Breath of the Wild. It was beautiful. Like, why would you have these as your graphics? And I said, let me tell you. Tell you what? I said, if it looked like Breath of the Wild, would Breath of the Wild be Breath of the Wild? He said, well, no. I said, all right, so separating them already, right? Especially they just announced Breath of the Wild too. So how would that have looked? Okay, that'd be weird, right? I said, clay, right? It's all clay style. So... When you played Game Boy, what were you? Little block. You, no, no, what were you, personally? You, you were a kid, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You were a kid. Who plays with clay? Kids. Yeah. Huh. Mm, boom. So it's like getting the new generation boom. on board. It, but but it's, 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 it's keeping where, where you played it as a kid mm. and the art styles, that of a kid, it's going to kick in that nostalgia of like... Yep. Relatable. With, relatable without, and it looks beautiful, by the way. So if you look it up, you'll be like, I don't know why people are complaining, but when it comes to video games, people complain about it. So, um, yep. <laughs> I'm sure it's like this in most industries. Everything. Everything. Yeah, everything. Um, but, 
And I'm like, that's why. It separates the two without making them the same. And it also makes it more relatable because you played the game when you were a kid. Yep. And clay is like for kids. So like the art style, they chose that art style because it fits. Yeah, and it makes like sense. And they were like, oh, you know what? That Yeah, that, that does make sense. I'm like, well, I don't know if that's the reason why. That's what I just think in my head in my head that's what I drew up as the reasoning uh, behind it but um, Nintendo get back to me (laughs) let me me know if I just like nailed that because I think I did give this man some license (laughs) rights I think it was the other ideas he's got (laughs) and you know I think that podcast is really going to bring attention and if you get enough attention I think Nintendo's going to notice too it's going to be a good or a bad thing it'll be good I think yeah you, they say, you got a great right? personality, yeah, you got a good voice, you're knowledgeable, like it's not like you're talking out of your ass, you know, like yeah. this is what you're passionate about, this is what you know. It's like, uh, do you listen to Gary Vee at all? Yeah. He, he says like, dude, like you can make money on anything. If you love Polly fucking Pocket, you can go buy Polly Pocket and be a Polly Pocket podcast. Yeah. And somebody, some people yeah. will tune into that. Mm-hmm. Maybe not everybody, but you'll find your niche market. Yeah. Where you have all of you know the original games and everything that you could talk about oh, oh i know the future yeah. with nintendo you yeah i'd love to do that crush it i'd love to do that that'd be great and you know what this podcast has been phenomenal yeah. thank you so Absolutely. much oh, yeah no problem for, thanks for coming for coming on to this and uh letting us film here so cool yeah definitely our coolest backdrop yeah yeah go, go. <laughs> it's gonna be tough to beat i think yeah for sure all right yeah the only other thing i'd say uh if you have uh if you have trade-ins at all, I was gonna. Yeah, 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 yeah. Any trade-ins at all, uh, feel free to uh, bring them by. We purchase any uh, anything and everything from 1985 and up. Um, so everything from the original NES uh, to current gen, Nintendo 64, PS4, Xbox One, um, even like uh, like toys. We don't get too crazy in the toys, but we do buy you know 80s and 90s stuff. If it's sitting in your attic, if it's sitting in your garage, if it's in your basement, if you're not using it. Bring it by. I can promise a fair, uh, more than fair value. Um, you know, pe- people have brought in people have brought in stuff, and I'm like, oh, this game's forty bucks. This game, as far as what I would pay, yep. they're like, what, what? Because one girl goes, I heard a whisper to a boyfriend over there. I'm sorry, I know you guys are trying. Oh, so no wh- wh- whisper to a boyfriend over there, and was like, he was looking at the the uh, it was Nintendo or N64 games. He was looking at a different console, and and she's like, oh, I have a ton of these games. Talking about the Super Nintendo games, and I heard her, and I said. What do you got? <laughs> and she's like, oh, no, 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 I'm not selling any of it. I'm not selling. But she's like, I have a bunch of this stuff in a shoebox in my closet. And I was like, I was like, do you live far? She's like, no. And um, I was like, can you bring it back? And she's like, yeah, I'll be back in like 10 minutes. So she went, got it. The boyfriend was still shopping or whatever. She brought it back. She's like, I really don't want to sell this stuff. I was like, well, I'll tell you what you got. And you, you make the decision for yourself. It's your stuff. Yeah. And and uh, I was like, I don't want your Mario. I don't want your Donkey Kong. I don't want your Mario the Kart. Ones. Yeah, because I got a bunch of those. I don't want to take away your memory. Like, obviously, if you said you don't want to sell them, those are the ones you don't want to sell. Yep. So I was like, this game's $80 trade-in. This one's $40 trade-in. And I gave her like 240 bucks for like 12 games. Wow. Obviously, it depends what you have. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. 12 games could be 12 bucks, but it could be much more too. But... She was just like, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 I'll do that. I'm not even going to play any of them. And I said, well, there you go. You know what I mean? So she's like, I thought it was going to be like 50 bucks maybe. I said, no, it's 240 you know, and that's what I paid her. That's what people are used to, though. Yeah. yeah. And there's been tons of instances like that. That was just one story. But yeah. it's just, you know, I want it. I'll pay fair. And that's it. 
you know, every, everyone's happy. So. so what's the best way to reach you? Uh, the best, honestly, the best way for trade, I'm not that best with getting back to people on like, uh, on Facebook message anymore because I just get flooded. Yeah. Like they, and I, you know, I, I apologize to people sometimes it takes me a while to get back, but if I'm flooded here, I can't take those messages. I'm handling customers in front of me. Yep. The best way for the best, most accurate, you know, number, just bring it in. You know, and just check it out. Just, just yeah, just, just bring, the vibe. bring, it's an yeah, experience bring, for sure, bring your yeah. stuff in. But that's that's the best way, definitely. It's just you know, bring it down and let me see it firsthand of you know what you got. But yeah, and definitely make Bowser's sure to like them on like Bowser's Baseball <laughs> yeah. social media and share it with your friends. Come check this out. This is really cool. Seriously, yeah. thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank in. you. Thank you. Peace. Okay, guys. See you later, guys.